And so I said to myself, fuck those other two, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the CAT scan. I'm just going to call it what it is. This is a CAT scan episode. We're like um, MJF and Adam Cole, except we're not injured. Yeah. And well, <laughs> not not as not as very well in shape. Yeah, there you go. I was about to be there. Like, we go. You might want to rethink your steps, there, buddy. Put some Germex got, on. You, you really got to take it good with the bad. Yeah, I'm putting some Germex on because I feel like I need to clean my hands before I dig in this filth that we have called a Newsweek. Oh boy. Oh boy. And I boy. thought we were done talking about one person. Nope. But boy, boy, oh boy. Were we not? He is back. And uh, better than ever? Uh, it Interesting? More you know, than ever? You know, um, we're probably not going to go over results this episode. I think it's just going to be just a news episode. Yeah. Anyway, um, Cat Scan, I'm Crow, that's Trey, together we are Crow and Trey. Yep, that's us, that's us, we, um, we've been doing podcasts for too long now. Yes. You can find us as part of the bay, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah, usually yeah. Around... we do the plugs. Yeah, sure, usually around this time on, uh, facebook.com forward slash the bay podcast, on X... At the Bay Podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we should really be advertising X anymore. I think it's going to go downhill soon. I think it's going downhill. I mean, that's a great original CAT scan episode. Is X going downhill? Yeah. We're not here to talk about that. No. No, we're here to, we're here to talk about news. We're here to talk about CM Punk. Mm-hmm. And, um... And most importantly, we got to talk about some returns. First and foremost, Bobby Petrino is going back to Arkansas. Oh boy, I'm not, I'm not happy about that. <laughs> is he is he coming back with his broken neck? Uh, no, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> he's coming back uh, as an offensive coordinator. So he was your head coach. He was our head coach. Uh, and you know what? We were winning with him. We can were winning Bears, with him. Can the Bears do the same thing? No. We can't fire Matt Eberflus and just bring him back as a defensive coordinator. It just is what it is. But anyway, um, it doesn't matter. We're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about our truth. That's really what we're here to talk about. Oh, thank God he's back. Oh my goodness. Uh, so did you watch Raw? I did. I did. God, our truth made that fucking segment so much better. You, you know what's you know what's even better is he actually followed that up on uh on social media by posting a picture saying, "Don't worry, I got this. It's my bad." And um, he posted a picture of himself with a tube of goo gone. <laughs> it's all sticky. Don't worry, I got this. <laughs> but you know what? He is going to be 
Judgment Day's partner in uh, War Games this past Saturday. He offered it this Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking I love our truth. He's the fucking go. Anyway, all right. Let's just let's just fucking let's just talk about it. Um, Punk came back Saturday to the WWE after um over nine years. Yeah. He said ten, but real mathematicians like myself <laughs> know it's nine. Um, so, what's your thoughts, Trey? Uh, where to begin? It's it's something I don't think any of us ever thought would actually happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we all thought CM Punk was done. Like that was it. He was going to be done with wrestling, and then he came back with AEW. And then we're like, okay, well, he's back in wrestling. And this all really took place, like, within the past week. Yeah. Like, it wasn't anything that was, like, cemented as the story has come out. They didn't really know until week of. Yeah. And, you know, poo-poo on me, you know, because, I mean, I was adamant that he wasn't going to come back. Because, I mean, you know, for as bad as they hurt him, and they hurt him pretty bad. I mean, you know, we can't deny the sins of the past with the WWE. We can't. But as bad as they hurt him, how much are they paying him? (laughs) Oh, a lot of money. Oh, no, I know it's a lot. And, um... So, Meltzer already reported it is a multi-year contract. I think it's now, three of, years. Of course, with, you know, Punk being Punk, mm-hmm. the question is, does the contract hold out for three years? <sighs> I mean, I, I mm. doubt it. I also doubt it, but I have my reasons why I doubt it. <laughs> we know how he is. He is... For better or worse, CM Punk is a He's, very passionate man for, for professional wrestling. For better or for wrestling. worse, CM Punk is CM Punk. Yeah. He loves and, professional wrestling. He loves when it's done right. However, when it's not done right in his eyes, he gets angry about it. That's the issue. And that's what I keep coming back to. It's like, who's going to say, cry me a river to his face, and then when are we going to get another backstage draw? That's really where I'm at. It's not a matter of if for me, it's a matter of when. It's going to be J.D. McDonough. Oh, it's definitely going to be J.D. McDonough. (laughs) It has to be J.D. McDonough (laughs) at this point. If it's not J.D. McDonough, I'm going to eat my own hat. I feel like like J.D. McDonough is going to become our new meme. You know what? I'm okay with that. Let's shift that. But, um, going back to it, though, I honestly feel like you know, this is something I don't want to say it's a long time coming because it, it wasn't. That's no, the thing. It, it wasn't coming. It, it was it was when he left it was cut and dry. He was done. He was done with WWE. Yeah. It wasn't like Cody where he got fired then, you know, that kind of felt like you know, Cody he got... coming back makes more sense than CM Punk coming back, if that makes sense to you. To you. Yeah. Yeah, because like, Cody kind of fizzled out. 
Yeah. Like, like, and, you know, I, I'm not saying, like, you know, well, Cody should have stayed AEW. Like, now, in hindsight, knowing what I know, yeah, there was no fucking, like, there's no fucking way he was staying there long term. Yeah, no. He might be back there eventually. Who knows? I don't know. I think the company will be done by the time that happens. Oh, uh, we'll see. We'll see. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. This is a big blow to AEW. I mean, you know, that's that's been the big thing and the hubbub about, you know, Punk going to WWE. At the end of the day, it kind of is a big blow. I mean, even if you want to discount it and just say, well, I love wrestling, which I do, and I'm going to keep saying that. Wrestling's good, whether you want to admit it or not. Um, you can't deny the the negative sides of CM Punk going to the WWE. Oh, yeah. For AEW, I should say. Yeah, no, no, for sure. And I don't think that... I don't I don't think that actually denying that would be logical, nor do I think it would be right. Some fans are. Some fans are. They're like, ah, it doesn't matter. No, we still it, have we still have this whole roster full of guys under thirty. That's they're the not problem. marketable. <laughs> they're not marketable. Fucking Daniel Garcia is not CM Punk. Daniel Garcia. Why well, I love Daniel Garcia. He's doing a lot of things right. He's not CM Punk. There's one person who is CM Punk. That's his CM name. Punk. His name's CM Punk. There's guys in AEW that could be the level of CM Punk. But the question is, can Tony Khan actually get his head far enough out of his own ass and out of his indie-loving ass to do it? And here's the and, issue. He's he's not. I know. And, and this is coming from an AEW fan. Yes, I love I, AEW. Like this, These are all valid criticisms that I would make of AEW any day of the week, and I love AEW programming. Yeah. I... I buy every AEW paper. You really do. <laughs> I put my money where my mouth is. Like he really like like legitimately he he buys every single AEW pay-per-view. So you have people on the roster that could be M- or uh CM Punk. You have MJF first and foremost who is injured. Yeah, he is injured. The second one who should be CM Punk level who could be above CM Punk level with the amount of fucking charisma he has because it's overflowing. It's Swerve. But he's too busy doing fucking mid-card shit because the people that are in charge don't know really how to book. Yeah, and Tony, that's... just put the fucking title on him. Jesus. Put the title on him. Jesus Christ. But like, and that's not a knock on Tony Khan. Tony Khan is a wrestling fan. Yeah. And that is both a positive and a negative in this business. Oh yeah, yeah. And he tries to treat treat the title like it's a, you know, very prestigious title, and everything's okay. And MJF holding it for over a year is great. Which I mean, I guess it is, but this is twenty twenty three wrestling. You like long term, and and I'm saying this about WWE too. Like, trust me when I say this, but having long term title reigns isn't working anymore. No. Unless you somehow keep the story fresh. Um, I was ready to let Roman no longer be the champion, but then they made the bloodline fresh and they made it interesting. 
And then I was okay with Roman holding on to the title for a little while longer. Because it, it definitely needed the title to elevate the story that they were telling. But now, Roman doesn't need that title. He's barely on TV. He doesn't need that title. Give it to Cody. Let him finish the story. Yeah, my whole my whole thing at that, though, is like... We just want to give it to Cody just so he can finish the story. Yeah, but then. But then we we get to the point that we're always at it's it's then what, he he won the title now now what now what what does he do? Well, I mean he goes and has programs with people that yeah. you know I don't know who Ryback. he would work with honestly. Ryback. Point. Yeah, let's bring Brack Ryback. You wanna? <laughs> He's not retiring. No, he said he had like he all of a sudden put in a clause saying he has to return to AEW. Like hey, fuck you didn't say that. Delusional motherfucker. Anyway, um, <laughs> you know, I used to like Ryback. I don't think I like him anymore. No, no, I think he's 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 drinking the copium a lot. He's he's trying to be like, oh, you guys still love me, right? I'm just gonna put out this poll. Oh nope, retire. Um, no, 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 you no. guys, you guys, you. you, you guys know me. I'm the big guy. <laughs> You guys love me, don't don't you? Where is everybody? <laughs> Why aren't you all talking to me anymore? I think I think also um I hate to say it. I think that kind of solidifies my promoter of the year though. Triple H has got it. I mean Tony Khan did sell out Wembley, technically, but Paul Levesque, he he got CM Punk back in the WWE. And, and the thing is, he didn't have to call, from what I understand. Yeah, we, we watched that entire, uh, we watched this post-show press conference yeah, at their Survivor Punk Series on Saturday. Out. Punk reached out. Punk wanted to come back. Yeah. Like, how bad do you have to fuck up if somebody has to go crawling back to the company that literally made him sick? And on top of that, cut a promo that he cut, like, fucking, you know, on Monday. Yeah. Which, and... part of that, not his fault, because, you know, he uh, uh, the Randy Orton match went long, which, honestly, who's fucking complaining? Not me. Um... <laughs> I think Randy had a bigger pop than CM Punk did. I feel bad for Randy. No, he had a way bigger pop than, than Punk did, I think. Yeah, well, he had a bigger pop, but at the end of the night, nobody was talking about him returning. Well, he's going to be on SmackDown. Nobody's talking about that. He's, you know, he's he's a far third behind returns on... Uh, but he is daddy. Saturday, he is. I'm alright with that. I'll I'll shift that. And what's weird, what's weird about Randy Orton, and I don't think it really gets talked about a lot, is the fact that, like, we don't ever talk about, you know, oh, well, Randy's going to be packing it in soon, right? We never talk like that. No. I mean, he's always good. He's always 100% when he's in the ring and Even being gone for, like, a fucking year and a half. He was so good on Monday. And honestly, I think Punk should have opened the show. 
I think that was a mistake having him close the show. Oh yeah. It is what it is. Um I get and I guess they're building towards Rollins versus Punk at some point. Yeah, every like, I think um... I think that's your WrestleMania program right there. I think it's Rollins and Punk. Which by the way, there's no beef between Punk and Rollins. They're being professional. Yeah, I was I was gonna say, like anybody who's listening to this, it's it's a work. It's all everything's work. a fucking work, man. Everything's a work. It's like At dancing. Least... Dancing clowns. <laughs> <laughs> At least in WWE we could say that. AEW, we didn't know what the fuck was a work and what was real. That's not a good thing. No. And like, even when we were like for sure, like, okay, yeah, it's definitely a work. And then it wasn't a fucking work. It was fucking like a shoot. And we were like, what the fuck's going on? Like, I'm all for blurring the lines of reality. I love a good Brian Pillman thing. You know what I mean? I love that. But your real life drama shouldn't be confused with storyline. Yeah, yeah, and and I, I think that's like when all that stuff was happening with like Punk versus the Elites and all that, him putting in those Hangman uh, lines. I think that we were kind of, at least I was kind of turned off from AEW for a bit. It was just kind of like, yeah, okay, I, I, this I is like, unnecessary. I didn't, I didn't like the drama behind it. No, you know what I mean. And I honestly, I just started catching like highlights. But then again, I also like was just, just starting to catch highlights in general. Like I think this is like the first Raw I actually watched live in a little bit, um, just because I wanted to see what happened. Um, again, because it's creating excitement, you're creating buzz, and that's what you want, right? You want to pop a rating, right? And that's exactly what they did. They popped a rating. Speak of buzz, Buzz and Aaron will be back next week. Yeah, Buzz and Aaron will be back next week. Aaron had some stuff he had to take care of, and this is Buzz's busy season. Yeah, Buzz. Buzz is gonna be. Uh... He's a special guest for a while. Buzz is going to be a special guest for the next month or so. <laughs> so, um, if if you want, go follow Buzz at the Level Up Gamer and also on Twitch and give him a sub to make him feel good. Yeah, make make Buzz feel good. Make Buzz feel uh, good. Go tell him you love him. Go tell Buzz. Go. Go 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 tell him. Go tell him how much you uh you want to sit on his big lap. <laughs> Let's not do that. <laughs> Let's not encourage that either. <laughs> but it is what it is. Um. Anyway. Um. Back to punk. Because uh, obviously this whole show is going to be punk centered. Um. What did you think of the promo? It felt like. I don't want to say fake, but it it felt fake. It felt like a this is CM Punk, the WWE character that's back. Yeah, I felt that too. Like I felt it was really disingenuous. It felt like it was like really forced. It was really scripted. I definitely was scripted. Um, he's definitely you know phoning it in <laughs> as far as that goes. Um, however, the line at the end is what got. What, what what peaked my my head a little bit? I was like, and when he was like, "I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money." I was like, "Ah, there he is." <laughs> yeah, there's the guy I know. Yeah, the the last line at the end of that promo was the punk we saw constantly in AEW. 
Oh yeah, like he he's giving us what 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 they want. Yeah, he with that with that. I don't want to say, even say intensity, but with that personality, the cult of personality. Yeah, it's like that's the real that's the real CM Punk. That's so I don't know. This could be just a character. I think it is. I think he's laying in some early character work now. Oh yeah, where where it's like he's doing the he's redoing the whole because that was essentially what he did was took a lot of the um the promo from the first dance and reworked it into this promo. Yeah, but yeah. he made it more you know corporate. Yeah, and I feel like that was by design. Oh yeah, feel, it definitely was by design. I feel like not talking about AEW is by design because I don't think that was by design. I think because of time constraints, he didn't talk about AEW. I think that there's a non-disparaging um, agreement. You mean a non-disclosure agreement? Yeah, one one of the two. It's Cause, not, cause I mean, it's very disparaging for sure. Because because there's also non-disparaging clauses where you can't like badmouth one another. Oh, well, I guess that's why Tony Khan wasn't able to comment on CM Punk during the call. Yeah, I mean, I want Tony Khan to go, oh yeah, CM Punk, you're a fucking asshole. I really just want, you know, because he's got the money to defend himself. Yeah, that's that's the thing, like, big business, Tony Khan over here. Just just do it, fucking NDA, am I right? You can, you can do whatever you want, you can, I mean, it's your company, Tony. You can do whatever you want, Tony. Um, speaking of Tony's company, let's uh, let's approach the sidebar for a moment. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, I'm sure Punk will come up again here in just a little bit. But um, I mean, you know, and plus we could talk about Punk ad nauseum in the weeks to come because I know we will. Oh yeah, um, AEW and uh, QT Marshall actually parted ways this week. Well, they'll part ways at the end of 2023. From what I, from his statement, from what I understand, he's going to finish out his duties through the end of 2023, and then once 2024 rolls around, he's 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 out of the door. All right, and everybody knows QT Marshall as you know somebody who's done like a lot of character work. Like QTV was a thing that he did. The Factory was was another thing he did on screen. Off screen, though, he's done a lot of the format sheets. And he's been a VP of Talent Relations. So, you know, he's done a lot of backstage work. He says that AEW is changing, which, I mean, it kind of is. Yeah, I mean, with this new tournament thing, it's he has a point. It really is becoming like a New Japan ripoff. Yeah. And, I mean, it's hard to say that we're not getting what we asked for because we did ask for a alternative to WWE. And here it is. Yeah, here it is. For better or worse, we are getting an alternative to WWE. We are not getting WWE light anymore. No. And the thing is, it's whether or not it's good. is up to perception. Yeah. Like that's, that's on you. Like you can like it. You can hate it. That's okay. It's a great thing about choice nowadays. I think I think that the idea of them having them still having stories would probably be a very good thing. 
I think now, that they should focus on, you know, maybe like can I ask one you a overarching question? story. Yeah. Can I ask you a question about AEW? Can you name two major storylines that's going on AEW right now? Um, we have Bes- the Golden Jet, the besides, Golden Jets. Besides uh, anything with MJF. Oh, we have the Devil. That's, that's not MJF, in, but it involves MJF. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, Swerve versus um, Hanger. Okay. Um, that one's on me. I said the bar too low. Anyway, um, <laughs> Golden Jets versus Bucks. The the young bucks literally acting like little whiny children, like CM Punk said they were. I mean, they yeah. Apparently, being the elite is over. Uh it's a, it's a gimmick. He'll be back, maybe. But I am liking being the Dark Order, though. <laughs> okay, that is that is funny. If if you had, if you people out there haven't seen it, go watch this week's Being the Dark Order. It's way better. My opinion, because they pretty much made being the elite for like years. Get jacked! Don't get jacked off. <laughs> anyway, um, but I mean, like, okay. In regards to those storylines, is there anything you feel like you you feel heavily invested in? Mm. Genuinely. As far as the story goes, yeah. no, not really. Like the characters, you're, you're, the characters yeah. I'm invested in. Yeah, the characters, sure. I mean, you know, you you pick your favorites. Like for example, I'm all about Stang. You know, yeah. like that's that's Stang. my thing, right? Oh yeah, and that's then, right. He's doing his retirement thing. Yeah, he's doing his. Retirement I forgot about thing. that. I'm invested in that, but um, but like, there's really nothing like something where you could be like, you know what? That's some good fucking storytelling right there. Yeah, no, no, and. And that's what they need to work on. Yeah, they do. And you have, like, Adam Copeland versus Christian Cage, which is the probably the best storytelling that they're telling right now. And it's just okay. And yeah, and, it, and, that's, and that's the thing. It's just okay. Now, and... am I still going to watch AEW? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, I'm, you know, I'm just seeing a lot of arguments from, you know, the IWC this week about, you know, how AEW sucks or WWE sucks. They needed Punk to put AEW out and all this other stuff. Like, nobody's trying to take out anybody. I mean, yeah, Triple H is wanting to get a one-up on the competition, but that's what anybody wants to do. That's it's healthy. I mean, let's let's face it. Without AEW, WWE doesn't get Jade or Cody or Punk. Yeah. Without AEW, Punk doesn't come back at all. Yeah, I can see that. Because, I mean, you know, because then Punk gets sour on the competition and realizes, okay, these people are a little bit more professional than I gave them credit for. Yeah. Yeah, so in terms of that... I'm never going to wish AEW goes out of business. No, I don't want them to go out of business. But the thing is, though, I see the same mistakes that they're making that ECW has made. I've seen the same mistakes that they're making that WCW has made. And I I just don't, I, I mean, I, I don't want it the, the same results, obviously, but they really need to ride the ship and they need to ride it soon. Oh, yeah. 
first things first is not having talent as fucking EVPs. So I'm sorry, but that's just one of the things that needs to change. Another another thing another thing that we're not for I mean, we we're not forgetting this, so if anybody's listening going, Oh well this is, you know, an issue, this is what you guys are being idiots about. We know Tony Khan's a billionaire. Yeah, we know he has money. He can keep pumping money into it for as long as he's fucking interested in it. We know. But that's the thing. When is the point where he becomes uninterested in it? Yeah, when's the point that maybe he wants to take it public? Which probably will be never at this rate. Yep. Well, at this point, it'll be never because who's going to want to buy into AEW? I don't know. Here's the thing. TV um, TV rates are dropping mm-hmm. in terms of uh, TV deals. WWE is not getting another Fox deal. They're not getting that for Raw this year. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. No. AEW is not going to get a Fox deal. No, they're they're lucky to get a TBS deal. Yeah, they're just they're going to stick with Time Warner because, you know, supposedly, knock on wood, AEW, you know, might have some type of partnership with Time Warner that we don't know about. They might be going to HBO Max. Yeah, well, Which, that would be great. Well, that would be great. I would love that. I, I think I think HBO Max is just trying to get the uh, the uh, what am I looking for? The uh, the technology in place to where they can do live shows. Yeah, I don't think they have that yet. Don't quote me on that. But I think they're just waiting for the technology to be put in place before they officially make that deal and then move from Bleacher Report to. Uh, HBO Max. Yeah. Um. Can we can we talk about one moment? Go back. Uh, flop back to WWE for a moment. Why not? Uh, they announced that Survivor Series next year. Six international PLEs. Holy shit! Like that is such a fucking. Oh my like, god! And, there, and there's your difference right there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you know, just to kind of, you know, pull pull everything into a ribbon here and put a bow on it. Like, AEW's operating on a shoestring budget. Well, I wouldn't say shoestring, but in essence, they're operating on a shoestring budget. WWE is literally running premium live events overseas. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, they're, they're like... Um, they haven't I... done this in years. Granted, granted, two of them are in Saudi, Saudi. but that doesn't matter because, you know, they basically use that for their profits for the year, those two shows. Yeah, how are we feeling about that, by the way? You know, I'm kind of okay with it now. It it is what it is. We have to deal with yeah, it. You know, you, you have you have to you have to accept it for what it is. I mean, do I agree with what? decisions that the the kingdom of saudi arabia makes no do i hold that against the people of saudi arabia absolutely not uh, because you know they're people just like you or i uh, i can disagree with what political stance they pick and and, all, and stuff like that same thing as how if you and i have a political difference and whatnot i can still 
love and respect you as a person, but philosophically and politically, we may not get along. Oh yeah, yeah. And you know if now, mean? now, uh, the KSA government can just you know respect women and people of different gender and orientation, mm-hmm. we'll be okay. Yeah, I would be fine with that. But they're not in that place right now. However, I can't fault the WWE for wanting to do one thing and one thing only, and that's entertain the people. Granted, they're getting paid a lot of money to do that, but they, they really, they really are. They're getting paid Buku a shit ton of money, and they're getting paid for all these international PLEs. They are getting paid site fees. So they're getting paid just to bring their stuff over to these places. They don't like, actually honestly, have to pay for arenas it's, it's, or anything. Yeah, like they don't have to pay for the arenas because they pay them to put the shows on. It's fucking nuts. And that's what I mean. You know, WWE is operating on a whole different level than AEW is, and to compare them is kind of unfair. But you can also be critical of and not compare. Yeah. That's where I'm. That's really where I'm getting at. I didn't mean for this to be a high horse episode. No, no. I think I think that this is, you know, for as insane as usually our cat scans are. I think that this is a much better discussion based episode than what we normally have. Yeah, because normally, you know, I'm I'm about like, I'm like five bits in at this point. <laughs> yeah, you, you and I are usually the king of stick. Oh yeah, that's that's normally that's normally all I do is shtick and let Buzz do all the discussion for me. Um, but you know, but he's not here, so you know, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. You know. Yeah, no, I think I think that sometimes is it's cool for us, you know, if we just slow down and yeah. just relax and chill. So you know, if my father Jim WB has taught me anything, <laughs> oh my god. For fuck's sake! <laughs> so, I started a bit in our in our uh, messenger um, chat. Something about hey guys, I can confirm something. Uh, my dad told me <laughs> he's the founder of the WWE, and he goes, "Oh yeah," I was like, "Yeah, his name's Jim WWE." <laughs> Jesus Christ! What did I say I was confirming? I don't remember. Alright, um, so here we go with our um, thanks to Sportskedia for providing the first half of next year for WWE. Oh, okay, we're moving on from, from the Jim WWE story. Yes, South yes, Korea. we are. <laughs> um, okay, so we have Royal Rumble's January 27th. That's in uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. Which I was going to go to, but other stuff has come up, so I'm not going I, I see I see Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg, and I think International PLE, I'm like, Russia? Yeah, because they make Tropicana orange juice in fucking Russia. They might. You don't know. You don't know yeah, what they do they over grow, there. They have fucking orange groves in fucking communistic Russia. A hundred percent. Come taste our Chernobyl oranges. <laughs> They're not... Come drink the glue. Those aren't your oranges. They're our oranges. <laughs> They're everybody's orange. Everybody's an orange. Um, at Optus Stadium in Perth, Russia, Australia. This is you. Jesus. 
sorry. Um, February 24th, we have the Elimination Chamber, a.k.a. Contra Cool. Advertise this for us, Emma. Now you're fired. Man, that still fucking stings, man. She's like, oh, man, this is a dream. And they're like, hey. (laughs) Yeah, you're fired. Sorry. This is going to be really, really interesting month um, of pay-per-views. So we have April 6th is NXT Stand and Deliver. Of course, they'll be in Philadelphia. WrestleMania 40 will be the 6th and the 7th. So we have NXT Stand and Deliver on the same day as WrestleMania. Probably early in the afternoon. I'm okay with that. I would, uh... I mean, because then you can make it into an all-day thing like it used to be. I'll probably watch both. I mean, I don't care. The end of Braun Breaker. Is he really dying? No, but he's going to get called up, I would hope, after... He's ready to go. I mean, he's been ready to go. I've been ready for a Brand Breaker main main card run for a while. I don't know exactly what what you know they could do with him though. Well, have him beat Gunther. No, you don't have him beat Gunther. Oh, that's right. You have uh, our truth beat Gunther. Yeah. That'd be so fucking funny if it was our truth that fucking did that. <laughs> be like, hey, Walter, my bad. I want to challenge you for the United States title. <laughs> you put your United States title on the line, and I'll put my I-75, 365, 25-8 title. Which, that title doesn't even exist anymore. No, it doesn't. Thank God it doesn't exist anymore. Uh, of course, knowing our truth, he'd be the one to bring it back. He probably will. Just as a prop. Just as a prop, not as an actual title. WrestleMania 40, of course, uh, April 6th and 7th at Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia, where it will be, I guess, pre-Super Bowl banner-hanging time in Philadelphia. Let's be honest, Philadelphia's going to win that fucking Super Bowl. They're They're going to win. They are pissed. They are full of piss and vinegar right now. I am pissed that they're pissed. (laughs) Then that means Vision Quest is basically over. Did you do you know what Jalen Hurts's um record is right now? Oh, he's fucking killing it. Thirty and four. He is fucking killing it right now. He has he has less losses in his entire NFL career than Justin Fields does this year. Yeah. I hate my life. Anyway, <laughs> May 4th, may the 4th be with you. And also with you. They're in France. Contre the coup. For Backlash. <laughs> oh, Backlash. Oh. Uh, may 27th, they go over to uh, Saudi Arabia. Hey, you think what Phoenix will be at uh, Backlash? Who? Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, yeah, sure, why not? Do you, do you know why I'm referencing Joaquin Phoenix at this time? No. He's uh, starring as Napoleon in a biopic. Oh my god. <laughs> it, Joaquin Phoenix might not be there as Napoleon, but you know who could be? Who? R-Truth. 
Honestly, that'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> With a big ass fuck of that. Yes. Like, can we just book our truth for the next year? <laughs> uh, then we go to Bash in Berlin. Our truth, you're not going to Berlin. No, there's no. Well, no. I don't know. No, no, no. Where's Berlin at? Germany. Oh. Okay. In the Mercedes-Benz, uh, not Superdome, arena. Wait. I know how R-Truth can get in there. How? Get him in the Mercedes-Benz Formula One car and have him just drive around. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's going to be part of the Mercedes team. Yes! And then uh, November 4th is going to be Crown Jewel next year. In Saudi Arabia. Yep. What do you think about the new, like, museum they're building out there. Oh, the WWE experience? Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Is that the big Hall of Fame thing that they've been trying to build, but, you know, didn't? I don't know if it's necessarily the Hall of Fame. Maybe this is the trial run. Maybe this is just the trial run. That's what I'm thinking, because they have their biggest building now. I think that what they're going to do is Unless they have it where they could tear it down and bring it to uh, major events with them. Which, that, that might be just trial running that. that because Disney's doing that right now over here in Chicago. Yeah. They, have their Disney, they have their Disney 100 exhibit set up in, um, in a special event building. Yeah. And it's there for like thirty days, so I could see WWE doing that at like WrestleMania time. Yeah, like they you know they rent town out, and they're there for the weekend, and then they roll out. Yeah, they rent out a place, and you know, a few weeks beforehand, you could go there. Locals can go there. It promotes whatever the PLE is that's in town. Yeah, gets everybody ready. Yeah, I can see that. That works for me. Yeah. Or they just build in Connecticut. Who knows? Yeah, they just build in Connecticut, and then no one goes. That works too. Yeah, yeah. You could you could build it, then you could visit Paul Lebeck's office at the same time. Where instead hey, of pal. instead of a di- giant dinosaur, he has like a giant skull. Is it a smoking skull? Is it what? A smoking skull. It'll be a smoking skull. Yeah. Stone cold. What? Stone cold. Let's let's talk about that because you and I had a great observation about. War Games this year. Oh, yeah. So, War Games on Saturday. It had Triple H's fingerprints, like, oh, all, all over. over it. Like, there's no there's no fucking chance that Vince is running the show anymore. There was uh, Black Sabbath. They had War Pigs um, as the theme. So, anytime the cage lowered, they would play War Pigs. There were flames. There were sirens lasers. going off. Lasers. Yeah, sirens are going off. I'm like, like, I think the most Triple H fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, this is this is exactly what Triple H wanted. He's he's sitting backstage, just happy. He gets to see the old structure that he used to watch as a kid. You know, that used to be part of NWA well, WCW. It's not quite the old structure that it used to be. No, it ain't. It ain't got no roof on it, Lieutenant Dan. 
That's my War Games cage. Remember the one with the roof? Couldn't fucking do anything in there. Oh yeah. Well now now there's a roof and we saw people jump off of it. Yeah, we did. Especially I was, e- Eosky was the fucking spot of the night. Eosky did a spot where she put a trash can on top of her self and just did a trust fall. Basically did what Lady Gaga did during her uh Super Bowl performance. Remember when she started at the top of the fucking stadium, technically, and then she just jumped off randomly? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember EO that. Sky. Remember EO Sky? I do remember EO Sky. I remember. <laughs> you remember? I remember. But, yeah, I mean... Triple H has his fucking fingers in the product, and it shows. Yeah, and and that's okay. That that's fine. It's his fucking company now. <laughs> it's it's basically being ran by Vince McMahon's idiot son-in-law. You get it? Yes. It's a reference to the pipe bomb. Yes, and CM Punk's back. It all comes full circle. It all comes full circle. How do we... Alright, how do we feel about... Judgment Day at this point? Because... I'm cold on Judgment Day right now. You're cold on Judgment Day? Yeah, I was all in on it, but now I'm just like, whatever. I still like Rhea and Dom. I like their dynamic. But... I'm not huge on... Uh, the group as a whole right now. They did almost do the Buzz thing, though. What's that? Cash in. Oh, yeah, they almost gave Buzz points. Yeah, because... Randy showed up. Yeah, Randy had to, Randy had to uh, screw that up, which, uh, that's fine. Yeah, honestly. Damian Priest keeps the title for, or keeps the bank... Banking the money for a little like, while so longer. Who, when is he going to cash in? Well, Money in the Bank happened, was it June? He's running out of time. He has seven months. That's what, he'll find the time. He'll find, you know, Seth could be in in the back of his bus with Becky. And just, you know, they're just um, hanging out, fraternizing a little bit. And Damian Priest comes in. Maybe Listen, Hunter will do first that. First of all. They're married and have a child. There's no more fraternizing. <laughs> You're the expert. Yeah, I am the expert. Yeah, you. Um, so you know, I don't know. They have a bus, grow. Okay, maybe, maybe I mean, they Randy have. Randy Orton has a bus. Randy Orton also like he's Randy Orton. Why can't they have a bus? Bags. Because they're Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins. He he shits in bed. They should have a bus. In fact, they should have a bus and only be having to work Mondays and Fridays and maybe sometimes Sundays and Saturdays. That that's 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 a whole different story, though. I mean, like that's that's the next thing that Hunter's gonna start doing is like giving all the parents just limited schedules with with the same guaranteed downside. So he could be like, "Oh yeah, you can you hang go. around, hang around with your family a little bit more." There you go. There you go. No, nah, but Seth and Becky, I think that they're 
I don't think so much. I don't know if so much it's because, you know, they they bring their child around to events. I don't know if they necessarily do or not. Or I mean, if it's the fact that they probably. can afford they can afford to have a bus and be comfortable, which they can because yeah. they have good deals and good on them for it. I mean, because honestly, like you know, with you know, with with their new with their new baby, you know, I mean, well, not even really that new. Um, at some point, baby's got to go to school. Yeah. So, I mean, some some sacrifices got to be made. Yeah. Do you ever think like it might be time, like some of these people that we have been watching for a while, might eventually just, like, end up retiring early? You know, I've thought about this, especially with, like, Randy. Because, like, you know, we pretty much assumed he was done. Oh, yeah. You know, but then he came back strong, you know. But I think when the time comes, I'll be ready for it. Because, like, I mean, I... you know, there'll be there'll be reasons why. I think I think there's people already that we're seeing. I'm not saying, I'm not gonna say the writing on the wall, but we're seeing more signs of them slowing down than that. Like Roman, yeah, we barely see Roman anymore. Which I mean, that is what it is. Yeah, and he's actually gone on record to explain. I just want to spend more time with my family, and we're like. Good for okay. him. Cool. Good fair point. Him. You know, yeah. fair point. You know, I mean, personally, you know, back in my day, <laughs> you know, when you want to spend more time with your family, you drop a bell, but I digress. <laughs> and I would assume that Punker got almost the same deal as, like, Roman or... At the very least, like a Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins, Poor where Brock. he's not going to work. I I don't I wouldn't necessarily go with go with Brock because I don't know. I think we'll see Punk more than Brock. I think, and this is all speculation by us. We're yeah, not. Yeah, we're speculating. We don't know any details, and you know what? Honestly, none of our business. Yeah, none of our business. And if we if we do find out details, we'll we'll let it, we'll let you know. Yeah, because obviously they wanted us to know, so we'll talk about it. But yeah. if if we don't know the details right away, it's probably not of our none of our business. Yeah, but um, I would assume that you know Punk has limited limited dates, probably TV only. I don't know. Unless he it's... might he might do some road shows. I don't know. Yeah, I could see like you know like those Starcade shows, like those big house shows that they do, like MSG. Yeah. Now the question is, does he do? And I quote Phil Brooks from a few years ago: "Fucking blood money, Saudi Arabia." Yep. He, of course he does. You want to know why he'll do that? Blood because money. He said the same fucking thing. <laughs> and look where he competed. <laughs> Cody took a look at that at that check and went, "That's how many zeros." <laughs> All of a sudden, it's like, hmm, you know what? I heard, I heard, uh, Saudi Arabia is quite nice this time of year. <laughs> listen, okay, okay, over here. Listen, it... listen, listen. Personally, 
I think it's, you know, ethical for someone to take money from that. No. Now, shoes on the other foot. If I got offered a check like that, would I play there? <laughs> Once the plane leaving is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's going to be good weather. You know that. I mean, it's good. I mean, I'm sure they're getting paid really well. Like, I remember uh, listening to uh, uh, the comedian uh, Gabriel Iglesias. He did some shows out in Saudi Arabia. And he was uh, touring this uh, prince's palace. And he noticed that the prince had a raven. And he mentioned something about how he liked the raven. And the dude was like, do you want it? I'll get you one. That's insane. I wish I had money to where I could just give people ravens. <laughs> and I know that um, this year the KSA tried to buy Formula One. It didn't work out. No, they of course turned it down because they don't want to be owned by one entity. Yeah, they're owned. They're 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 a corporate uh, partnership. Yeah, yeah, Which, and good for them. But fair fucks to the kingdom for trying to do it. I mean, it goes to show you how much money they actually have. Yeah, I mean, let's just buy the biggest racing league in the world. They managed to end up merging with PGA with the Live thing. Yeah. How fucking crazy is that? Yeah, I know. You know, at this point... Do we even know, like, who actually owns that? I don't even know. Is it a consortium? It might be a consortium. It might be a single person. Is it Ric Flair? It's definitely not Ric Flair. The consortium was Ric Flair. Consortium was Ric Flair. Yeah, because Ric Flair definitely has that kind of money now. Woo Energy, the official energy of PGA. Woo Energy. Really? No, it's the official energy drink of AEW, though. Well, which I kind of, I hear that, and they sponsor, and they, like, plug it on uh, AEW television. I'm like, this is exactly like Morphoplex by, uh, Mm -hmm. or, like, what TNA used to plug, or IcoPro. IcoPro, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's our product, but it's sponsoring our product. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's clearly making more money. Yeah. However, you have um, to admit, though, the IcoPro logo, fucking classic. Well, yeah, yeah, it's part of that classic raw set. Yeah. What 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 other classic logos would you say are? Um... I mean, the King of the Ring logo, the original King of the Ring logo, that shit was fucking class. The the Royale logo. Yeah. Like, remember the old King of the Rings set where, like, they would walk out and they would fucking open the doors for him? You mean the Hardy Boys? Yeah. At, like, 15 years old? Yeah. Opening doors for shit. Which ended up opening doors for them. Yeah, yeah, they jobbed to, uh... People. I know Jeff jobbed Scott Hall. I forgot who who Matt jobbed to. I I think it was Nikolai Volkov, actually. Yeah. That makes and sense. And then, um, I wouldn't say necessarily that the logo really affected every, anything, but you think back to it and, it, and you think of the logo, then you think of the set right away, and that's Backlash. Dude, Backlash had the best fucking set. 
Right up, right up there with um, everybody. Always says Halloween Havoc. I'm like, uh, Backlash gives it a run for its money. Yeah, I think Halloween Havoc's my favorite set, but Backlash is up there for me. Backlash, Backlash with the hooks and everything. That and the uh, Royal Rumble set whenever they whenever they were at the Garden. Oh, the short, uh, the short ramp. Yeah. Because you're like entering through the crowd almost. Yeah, that the Royal Rumble set was really fucking good. That was always something cool about the garden is they usually get like that different entrance to them. Mm-hmm. Like the uh, like like the one where like 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 the one I'm talking about is like where it looked like a fucking like car crash. It was, yeah, it was the year where Taz debuted. Yeah, that was Royal Rumble 2000. Yeah, now the Royal Rumble where John Cena came back. Where they had the fucking doors that were fucking screens. Oh yeah. And, and they just open and there's John Cena. Yep. Like, you know, head down, his his hands clasped together, and then everybody's in shock. Yep. Yeah, that was that was amazing. And um, I can't remember anything else off that card, but I just remember. I remember that part. I would. Do you remember the? Do you remember the uh, World War Three uh, set from WCW? Oh they yeah, had three fucking rings. <laughs> yeah, that set was fucking nice. The Bash of the Beast set was always nice. So they had an actual I, fucking pool sometimes. I think the Rumble set was it from two years ago or three years ago, where they were in San Antonio. Yeah, that was pretty dope. The only issue I had was, like, Becky was the last surprise entrant. Mm-hmm. And it's like her theme song almost looped because of the fact that, like, How security tried to stop her from going into the ring. Yeah. But the ring was so far away. Watch, yeah. it was last year. Yeah, I think it was last year. I don't know. But I also remember, like, the fucking fumes of fucking smoke. That would come through whenever either Edge or fucking Becky Lynch would come through. Oh yeah, yeah, and and then especially there were those events at like in the early to mid or sorry mid to late two thousands early twenty tens mm-hmm. where you could tell the arena was small because you'd have Edge come out like right at the beginning to cut a opening promo. Yeah, and there's just smoke. All from his pyro. Yeah. Man, Buss is gonna be upset when he when he comes on and he says and he realizes we already did a show. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm not I gonna know. do another one. <laughs> no. Um, should we quit while we're ahead? Yeah, let's quit while we're ahead. Thank you guys so All much right. for listening to this episode of the Baby Pie. Wow, we talked for an hour. We did. We we were really good. You know what? Fuck off. We can just do this from now on. Uh, <laughs> joking. <laughs> Uh, hopefully they'll be back in some some form next week. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash podcast. Uh, I guess we can plug the Twitter. Uh, .com forward slash the big podcast. Uh, per the usual, I'm at Austin underscore Calvillo. I'm at underscore EGTV. Buzz is at the Level Up Gamer. And Aaron's at Aaron Dean VO. And remember, kids, look in my eyes. What do you see? Another paycheck for Mr. AJ Lee. Have a week, everybody.
That was amazing.